and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, as you can probably tell or guess, we are a man down once again for two weeks in a row. We are. Unfortunately, uh, Andy can't be with us this evening. Something more important, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what it is? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say too much because I missed last week. So I feel like I need to be back for a couple of weeks where I can start slating. Well, I can say it. It was a tennis match. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as he wins. Not really bothered at this point. He's missed the pod. And if you don't, don't come back. <laughs> we don't deal with losers on this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Well, has there anything been happening in the world or the world of sport this week? Uh, we had the US PGA. Yes. For the golf, didn't we, this weekend? Yes, and you owe me a fiver. No, the lad no, from work owes you no, a fiver. No, you owe me a fiver. Oh, for the final day? Yeah. Ah, oh, did you put it on? Yeah. Yeah. So you told me, yeah. right, because Brooks Kepka was leading, wasn't he, going into the last day? He did, yes. Um, what was he, five in front of? McElroy? Yes. And you said to me that live golfers aren't going to win the majors because they only play three days on the live tour. Yeah. And if anybody's going to make a title charge, it's going to be Rory. Yeah. So you convinced me, and I put I put some money on it yeah. at 22 to 1. It's a good price. Not really, because it come nowhere. Yeah, kept end up winning, and Rory McElroy stayed about even. <laughs> <laughs> so you owe me some money. Okay. You owe me a fiver. Fair enough. Yeah. It kind of backfired on me, that one, a little bit. And me. Yeah. yeah. But all I'm saying is if Rory had made more birdies, might have had a chance. <laughs> right. So maybe Rory owes you the fiver, not me. Well, he can afford it, that's for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Stupid Brooks Kepka. <laughs> anyway, what have we got on tonight? Uh, so we have our Challenge Cup round six uh, roundup. Yep. Uh, we have my stats of the week. Everybody's favourite. Yes. It's back. <laughs> no one anywhere. Uh, we have <laughs> we have the NRL. Yep. And uh, we've got some State of Origin team news. Yes, everybody's. Most people's favourite time of the year. Yeah, I'm sure people are going to enjoy me reading them ones out, aren't they? I can think of one person who will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's in my fan club now, so he can't make too he can't make too much of me. I'll kick him out. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm the president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the junior vice president. <laughs> um, we've got uh, a couple of bits of news and uh, something from our social media we've been running. Well, it wasn't us. But oh well, we had a on. we had a go at it then. Yeah, we had a we had a we had a few suggestions put forward, didn't we? Mm. Uh, and then we've got uh, Bry for on for his predictions league. Yep. Uh, and then we're out of here. Excellent. Um, Shall we crack on then? Yeah, let's do it. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, 
you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, uh, like you said before, the Challenge Cup round six roundup. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, let's start with our all championship tie. Let's go to York, where they took on the London Broncos and came away thirty six twelve victors. Yeah, London. Um, I, I obviously I listened to to last week's, and um, I think was it was it two one to York. In uh, between you, Andy, and Bry, yes, Bry tipped London. Yes, and he said that they they pushed them close. They had a couple of York had had a couple of um, close run games, and London was one of them, didn't he? Yes, that's right. Yeah, and they got off to um, a decent start, didn't they? I think mm. they went they went four 0 down, but then they managed to get to uh, a twelve four lead, and were looking uh, pretty good. And then all of a sudden, there's thirty two unanswered points for York and. They were they were never in it after that. No, they weren't really, were they? Uh, York just seemed to really dominate, and uh, there was no real closeness in it, like Bry predicted or maybe even hoped for. But um, yeah, uh, just a really solid performance from York, I think, and a good way to come back, especially from being twelve four down. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they answered well, didn't they? And uh, didn't give give London a, a sniff after that. Um, I got to say that the highlights that I watched was quite a funny. More Jordan when Jordan Thompson got his try. Okay, he must have shaved all his head off or something because the commentator was going mad, going that like he looks really fast because he's shaved all his head off and he's more streamlined now, and that's what <laughs> made him get the try. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't. I... It was funny. It made me laugh. Um, but I think. <laughs> Think everybody was hoping they'd get the uh, the winner of this game, weren't they? Yes, they did. They did. I think I think this is the one everyone wanted. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. We'll come on to the draw, obviously, but you know, York at home. It, it might not be a as easy as a task as as people might have hoped for. No, I mean they they I don't want to say they've peaked, that's the wrong word, but the a, a couple of years ago, you know, they were really, really pushing for sort of Super League, weren't they? They're hanging around eighth in the championship, mm. which is maybe um, maybe not quite a fair representation of where they actually are. But, you know, they've got some good Super League experience and, and at, at home, uh, they'll, they'll be a tough... A tough um, Opponent for Lee in the next round. Yeah, no, definitely they will. Um, well, uh, we might as well move into that game as you've just uh, obviously mentioned the the, the draw there. Um, so we'll we'll head to to Lee's game where they took on uh, Wakefield and came away forty points to twelve win. Yeah, just as expected, I think. But I was really, really hoping for Wakefield because sometimes you get teams that do really well in the cup and not to, mm. you know they, they for some reason they find a way of playing in the cup and things like that and I was really hoping for, for that for Wakefield because they've been well they've been abysmal haven't they in the league but the, the cup side was no different from the league side and it was just, just the same and they got absolutely rolled over didn't they they did and I agree with you just total disappointment really uh, just, just no fight week in week out mm. and uh, yeah, like you said, I, I was I was hoping for that in the the same respect with, you know, the leagues, the league, and the cups, the cup. You know, 
get yourself up for this one. If any, if, if you if you know you're doing not doing well in the league, get mm. yourself up for this one. It's it's sort of a fresh start in it, and mm. a, a chance to try and turn things around. And it was just exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and and no Luke Gale again was there? No, there wasn't. No. I know you you were saying about it last week. When's he going to play? What's the point in bringing him in? The, the longer you wait, I, all right, I get this is the cup. So maybe maybe we'll see him next week. But especially from a league point of view, the longer that they wait, they can't afford to lose any more games. No, they can't. They need to start picking up some points. But, you know, their attack gets no better mm. as the weeks go by. <clears throat> No, it doesn't, and and obviously what we're saying is is absolutely no disrespect to Lee either because they no. are they are in absolute red hot form at the moment. They no, are. didn't expect him to to win, you know, but no. you know they, they they get a couple more tries or whatever, and the attack starts. They, you know, maybe tails get up a little bit. Well, you know, it's something to work on. But uh, Lee Lee are absolutely flying at the minute, and this mm. Lachlan Lamb every time I see him, he presses me more. Yeah, I think he's a really, really, really good player yeah no I agree uh, the the ball movement from him and, and Lee in general to be fair yeah. is, is fantastic it's it's very very free flowing and it's great to watch it's mm-hmm. you, you you look at them in their own 2013 and you think they could make a break at any I know again we go back to the, the, the argument of Wakefield and stuff but even against other teams they look like they could score from any moment on the pitch yeah the the They've got some really good experience, especially the wingers. They're both the wingers seem to back tries every week in Briscoe and Charnley. Yeah. And the, the, there was a try, um, it might have been Briscoe that scored it in the end. Um, was it? Yeah, I think it was Briscoe. And it just sort of summed up the way that they play. It was nothing special, but they just do it so well at the minute. And they have a lead runner from the play of the ball. Mm. Lead runner off first receiver, lead runner off second receiver, and then a face ball straight to the winger. Yeah. And that's all it was. Lead runner, lead runner, lead runner, face ball. Yeah. And they're in, in the corner. <clears throat> and they don't... They just, I mean, Wakefield had no answer, and they, they haven't done for a while, but... Eh, I don't know where... How they turn things around. Did the injection of Luke Gale make that much difference? I'm not so sure at this moment in time. No, I'm not, and obviously, um, I suppose, uh, sticking with Wakefield for a moment, and, and good news for them, really, is Mason Lino mm. has signed a three-year deal with him, with with them, sorry. Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise, really, because he was <laughs> being touted about everywhere. I think there was rumours he was going to Wigan, strong rumours he was going to Leeds, mm. and then all of a sudden he, he stuck with them and um, on a three-year deal as well. Um just a bit of a surprise, really. But Wakefield, I think, I think Wakefield fans genuinely are are quite made up with that. No, absolutely, he's a he's a quality player. But I do think that this maybe is your biggest indication of what we've been saying for the last few weeks that somebody may have told Wakefield, "Keep doing what you're doing off the pitch, mm. and we'll give you the." will give you the, the uh, license. The license. Yeah. I think this might be your biggest indication of that because I don't see uh, Lino playing in the championship for 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 three years. Personally, I think mm. you know he'll do it. He'll do the year next year, and then they'll be they'll probably be back up. I know you know they might come back up straight away anyway. But yeah, no, yeah. I I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I think that's the the biggest indication so far. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
Uh, let's head over to Hull. Uh, we'll go to the, the east side of Hull. Uh, Hull KR 50, Batley 0. <laughs> yeah, it just... I mean, it was a strong side. Hull put a, a, a strong side out, didn't he? And, and, and Batley just, just couldn't handle it, could they? And, and Hull have been flying in Super League. And, and <laughs> if it had been... Anything less, I think it'd have been surprised, really. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, just uh, I think it was a really cut and cut and dry case of how well Hawkeye have been performing, and mm. uh, yeah, and they they just blew them away. Uh, it's got to be said, I do I do appreciate. I know it, I know it's the cup, and I know it's a bit different in rugby league, but obviously, you know, when you're watching football all the time as well, I do appreciate everyone putting out the strongest side they could possibly. Put oh out yeah, as well. It, you know, it's it's good to see that they don't underestimate teams or rest players here and there. Yeah, respect and, the, the cup and that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like I like it. Um, I mean, Batley had a couple of decent um, attacking sets. I think they got a couple of repeat sets, for us, a couple of dropouts. They just couldn't find the way over the line, um, but they couldn't handle Sean Kenny Dowell in the air. I think I can remember two or three times we put it up and he just plucked it out of the air, found a man in support. And 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 that was that. Couldn't handle um, him, and they let for me from what I saw, let uh, Mikey Lewis just have too much room, and he just ran about and danced around him and and did what he wanted. Yeah, I mean he does that to most Super League teams, and yeah, you know if if you don't if you don't close him down early and <clears throat> put him under some pressure, you're in for a long night, really, aren't you? And, and I think that was the case. Um, yeah, I mean, like I say, I'm not going to pop at him because he does it. You know, he's been doing it most weeks against some really good Super League sides. Like you say, it's just just running things. If you let him have all that room and all that time, you know, he, he's he's going to tear you up, in it Because he's some talent. Yeah, definitely. Do you think Jorge can go all the way? Do you think they can make it to Wembley and maybe yeah. even lift the cup? Absolutely. Yeah? The way that they're going at the minute, yeah, definitely. I don't see any reason why not. Do you think they're a, 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 a good shout for it? Do you think they've... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what odds they were. Yeah. I'm not sure what they are, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a good shout, that. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Well, let's move on to the other side of Hull. Uh, they took a trip up to Castleford, uh, and they came away 32 points to eight winners in that game. Yeah. Um... Castleford were were diabolical and yeah. and seem to get worse every week and it, it, it's not going very well um, at Weldon Road at the minute is it um, the crowds didn't look great I saw a couple of pictures and it was almost like people were boycotting or or just like well what's the point we're not going to win uh, the 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 defence was wet paper towel defence mm. I know they've got a a few injuries at the moment, um, like they had Westerman and McShane at six and seven. George Lawler, who's who's got the number eight shirt, was filling in at nine. So I understand that it, it was a pretty tough task anyway. Um, but Hull, on the flip side, of that Hull were were very good. I thought. I thought Hull looked really, really good. I, th- I thought Hull would have maybe challenged any team in the in this round and would have pushed them. All the way, if not come away with with a victory against most teams in this round. Yeah, no, I <clears> I, I agree. Um, I thought 
Jake Clifford in particular was 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 excellent. Um, Adam Swift bagged himself an hat trick and seems to have really found some form again. Yeah. I think he's had a, a. I don't want to say he's gone stale, and I think he's had a couple of knocks and stuff, but he's better than how he's been playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but just going back to Clifford, I thought. What a performance he put in. He he looked really complete in that game. He looked really just a really solid half back and again going back to going back to the league and the cup, you know, could challenge anybody in that position and, and you know, he, he showed why why he's is probably on as much money or as you know, why they brought him in as as quickly as they did. Yeah, he, everything came <laughs> through and set pretty much everything up. Um you know, kicked the goals as well just for a laugh. Um well, not for a laugh, but you know what I mean. He just like he did everything. Um, but yeah, you know that, and that's what's great about the Challenge Cup. No matter how bad you've been going in the league, um, although Hull have turned it around a little bit in the last last few weeks, are they on three in a row now, or something four in a row in the league? Three in the league, four, in, yeah. four in all comps, yeah. Yeah, so you know, I know they look like turned it around, but that was a that was a really, really, really good performance, like you say, and 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 probably could have, and would have challenged um, anybody that round. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> well, let's take a let let's let's stay in Yorkshire. Let's head over to Halifax, and they had a trip from the. The current world champions uh, and Saints came away with a twenty-six points to six win. Yeah, I mean it sounds sounds one-sided, and it probably you know it, it, it probably it, it was. I think um, I, I but I was really impressed with Halifax and the way that they went about their business defensively. I thought looked really sound. They struggled a little bit with the ball in hand, but you sort of have to expect that, don't you? But they should be really, really proud. Um, in in that performance, and especially the way that they defended for most of the game, because I mean, they had a couple of soft tries in, like the 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 two from Joey Lussick from nine, especially that second one where he just sort of went to the left and nobody was there. Yeah, so you know, if they defend them and you knock you know knock twelve points off or whatever, there's maybe a bit more of a maybe a fairer reflection, but. Just, they should be proud of what they did. And yeah, their efforts. absolutely. And uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we got a try. Actually, they, yeah, they, <clears throat> they probably deserved a try they on the did night. Deserve a try. They deserved that try on the night. So I'm, I'm glad for um, them. Yeah, um, Saints. Saints. I still thought Saints looked. Saints looked a, a little bit sluggish in attack. Still, mm. they defended well enough, and they had a lot of the you know territorial possession, and they did. They did dominate them really, but um, when you've got you know. Alex Wormsley and Parsi and and all and you know uh, Tommy Makinson and all that bringing it back against part timers. Am I right in saying that Halifax are part time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's only gonna go one way on a Friday it? night as well, where most <laughs> probably works <laughs> eight hours or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but they they should be incredibly uh, proud of what they did. Um, thought Jack Wellsby looked pretty good. With ball in hand, scored, scored a nice try through a couple of dummies and 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 managed to find uh, his way through. But I'm sure we're going to come on to the big talking point from the game. Just before I just I was literally just about to say before we dive into the big talking point, I wanted to ask you: Did you happen to see 
the pictures or the videos online of the of the start of the game where the players were coming out. No, no, and uh, I I couldn't help but but uh, notice this. It, it did make me have a have a giggle. Um, <clears throat> so when they were coming out, um, Halifax had you know those sort of big lights you buy for a wedding. And like it'll it'll spell like a word out, oh, right. you know, like one of them. Yeah. And they bought three of them, and mm. it was FAX. Right. Except for about five minutes while they were coming out, someone had stood the wrong way around, and it said AFX, and they didn't get it right for about five minutes. But it just made it just made me giggle because <laughs> all, all, all I could think about was the uh, the that episode of The Simpsons where. They stand up and they've, they're cheering for Mo, but they've got Moo. <laughs> it just made me giggle. And I was watching, I was thinking, that's our Moo! <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just made me laugh. That's our Moo. It just made me laugh. Uh, very good. Um, but anyway, yeah, sorry, going into the big talking point of the game um, was, of course, Morgan Knowles' red card. Yeah, fresh. Fresh off a five-match suspension. Yeah. 20 seconds to go. Yeah. If that. And absolutely clatters that. I, I'm not, I, do you know what? I don't know which player it was. I apologise. The the Halifax player from behind. Bang, round the head, straight red. Ends up with a two-match suspension. Yeah. And I think maybe lucky to have a two-match suspension. Not so much in the tackle. Mm-hmm. More in the fact that if it was, I think, you know, some people have called for it, and I can see the argument, if you've just come back from a five-match ban, mm. maybe you should be punished further to, I don't, I don't know, mate, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Make yeah, an example yeah, yeah, yeah. out of it. It's, yeah. You know, you've got you, to stop this, this stuff. You've got to stop this, yeah. yeah. What he's thinking, I don't know. But they're up by 20 points. There's 20 seconds left. You're playing a championship team. You're through to the next round, and you go and do that. And now you're missing Leeds away and Huddersfield at Magic Weekend mm. when you've already been banned for five games prior to that sending off. Yeah. What he's thinking, I don't know. And St. Ellen's fans are really, from what I've seen, are really losing patience with him. Yeah, I've seen a lot of a lot of impatient Saints fans online with him this week. I, I, I mean, I don't think Saints ever will. I'm not sure if it's the right call, but I've even seen a few comments going around of get him out. Yeah, and stuff. I've seen that's, them. It's ridiculous. That's 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 taking it too far. Don't, Twelve don't... months ago, everybody was saying he was the best player in the league. Yeah, and Be- then before the start of the season. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he's a, a lot of the pundits and things like that," and he was getting absolutely tons of praise. Yeah, and and now he just seems to have turned into some sort of idiot. Yeah, and it, it's a shame, really. But you know, we, we've 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 seen it all season from from St. Ellen's. It's if it's not Knowles, it's Sirenen. If it's not Sirenen, it's Matauti. If it's not Matauti, it's Leeds. They are just so ill-disciplined and. I don't know how you fix it. I mean, if you're Paul Wellens right now, what what do you say apart from stop it? Yeah, which is pretty much, which I think I didn't quite read the article, which is pretty much what he said. He said, um, you know, he, he's never going to get rid of him, but he needs to turn around, turn it around, you know, and stop doing what he's doing. Yeah. And did you say that two of the three that you've just said, 
Siren and Lee's Metautia, two of them three didn't play in this game because they were on bans. Yeah. Matty Lee's had a two-match ban. Siren and rightly or wrongly, which it, it, it had a one-match ban. Yeah. I just... The, the discipline is really costing them and they can't afford to have any more of it because they're not playing well enough to see them through, I don't think, at the minute. No, I agree. And <clears throat> they're not they're not right up there. They're not chasing the leaders. They're, they're chasing playoffs at the moment. Mm. And as you've just said, and rightly so, you don't sort it out, you ain't going to be there at the end of the season. No. And you need you need your, you need a full team out of there now. Yeah, you'd be amazed how quickly that that crunch time comes round as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, let's move on. To, speaking of uh, Super League's leaders, shall we? Uh, we'll go to we'll go to the south of France, where Warrington uh, snatched a, a late victory from the Dragons, sixteen fourteen. Yeah, really late victory, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, Absolute ecstasy for for the uh, fans and the players, the scenes that I saw at, at full time. But um, really, really looked like a really tight affair. I'll be honest, I didn't didn't see it and uh, haven't seen much of it. But uh, looked like a really tight affair. Um, George Williams looked pretty good from what I saw, and and Catalan, I think me and uh, Andy especially have. Have said Catalan will fall off. Catalan will fall off, and I know they haven't won, but they don't seem to be doing, and 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 are still, you know, right up there. Yeah, they'll be annoyed that they're out of the cup, uh, especially with with conceding so late. But um, they're playing really well. Yeah, no, they are. They're um, they had that little bit of a wobble, didn't they? Where they were, they were six straight games, and then mm. I think they did they lose to Warrington in that first game. Yeah. Or they lost. To, they might have lost to somebody else. Uh, first. No, yeah, I think it was. Pri- yeah, I think. Yeah, they lost to somebody else first, and then they lost they? to Warrington. And I think they lost to somebody else. I think they lost three in. A yeah, row. they lost about six th- in a row, th- and then lost three in a row. That's right. Yeah, they they had a bit of a wobble, but then they they really kicked into gear against uh, against Saints actually. Yeah, uh, when they came back from twelve 0 down, it was like another another loss for them, and they came back off that, and then uh, they've. Apart from that game, as you said, they've been on a bit of a winning streak. So, but yeah, they're not dying off at all, and they're a really strong outfit, Catalans. Yeah, um, and and it really summed it up in that game. It was a proper um, first the first v third, yeah, kind of game. That yeah. one that was exactly everything you would have expected from a game. You got it. Yeah, really did. Yeah, um, but yeah, well done to to Warrington and who get through to the next round as well. Yeah, it's funny I haven't. Got as many notes on that one for some mm-hmm. reason, apart from the last minute winner, which yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Um, well, we'll move on to the, the next game, which um, probably the strangest game of the round, and that was Salford forty two, Huddersfield forty. This was the most mental game I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree, totally agree. So Salford go twenty four nil up, don't mm-hmm. they? And you think. Well, that's game over. All of a sudden, well, actually, at our time, it's 24-16. Yep. Then they get the first, Oldersfield get the first try in the second half, and it's 24-22. And you think, well, there's a game on here. Well, you're thinking that at half time, but then you're going, this is like, 
Then it goes 42-22, and you're going, well, that's game over again. <laughs> and then it's 42-40 with about a minute and a half to go. Yeah. The most bizarre game. Defence is well on top in this game. <laughs> The most bizarre game of rugby league I think I've ever seen in terms of a score. No, I agree. Everything just seemed to come in in just blocks, didn't it? As you've just said, you know, whoever whoever seemed to score next seemed to sort of go on this tidal wave of tries, and um, and then it just, yeah, it, 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 like you said, it just eventually just had to come to an end, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean. I, I, at twenty four nil, thought well, I, I actually thought Mark Sneed was was brilliant for Salford. Thought he ran everything, dictated everything, bagged himself a try as well. Just, I mean, he's Mark Sneed, and he's you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, you know, decent organisation and a brilliant kicking game. Uh, from another's field point of view, I thought Theo Farns really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck and dragged the Giants back into it. I was just about to say the same thing. I was about to heap praises on Theo Farns because I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. He, everything that Huddersfield did pretty much came from him, and I think, I think he even got them back into the. That I think he did. He set up three out of the first four tries or something yeah. to get them back into the game yeah. or something stupid. So yeah, and then I think he set another two up in the in the second half. Yeah. Um, Luke Yates got himself an hat trick, and I think Theo Farge set two of them up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, he really did grab it by the scruff of the neck and said, "Nah, we're we're getting back into this." And I think it was his first game back as well for the Giants, so that'll be really. They'll be bitterly disappointed that they're out of the cup, especially after making it to well, not Wembley, but to the final. Yeah, uh, last year. Um, but it looks like that Theo Farge is the man that they've been missing. Yes, it does. They've, um, you know, I, I know we've talked a lot about um, Ian Watson and his style of play in the last uh, few weeks. But mm. you know, he, he himself has said that you know the the injuries that Huddersfield have had have, have just been have been bad. Um, obviously, Theo's back. I think uh, I don't know if he played last week, but I saw Joe Greenwood on the pitch. Um, yes, he did. Yeah, he seemed to have quite a good game. Actually, he ran the ball in quite. He was quite strong. He he ran the ball in well. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, he um definitely seemed to be maybe just turning the gears over for this field now with a couple of players back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the, the most bizarre game. Yeah. From a from a score point of view, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Really. No, definitely not. An eighty-two point thriller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that just about leaves us with one game left for this round of the Challenge Cup, and we are heading to well, Headingley. Um, <laughs> we are Headingley to our last game. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, Leeds fourteen, Wigan eighteen. Yeah, probably the. Um... The game of the round, wasn't it? Um, mm. And even going, even before we went into the round, I think it was the uh, the game at the tie of the round. But um, <sighs> Leeds will be kicking themselves, I think, won't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I actually noted down that I thought Wigan's tries were very. Very easy. The first one, the uh, yeah, sorry, the, the first Bevan one, the French Bevan one. French one, right on. Well, it was on thirty fifth minute, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just before half time, he just ran at Harry Newman. I know they got 
they got caught a little bit short, and they were they were um, they were sliding. Defense was sliding. I know it's not, but he just brushed him off like he wasn't there. Really, yeah, he did. You're right. And uh, having said that, I thought Leeds is opening the whole roger. I thought that was quite soft from a Wigan point of view. Yeah, I think the commentator summed that one up quite well. You don't see a lot of teams bulldoze over mm. the Wigan try line. It, yeah. It's it's very much throw it out to the out wide and, and make a move. Yeah. You don't see a lot of people crash ball <laughs> over, but um uh, yeah, in terms of the other tries, I mean, you know, uh, they made a break down the wing, fair enough, passed it inside to Bevan French, who's just rapid. Once he gets the ball into open space, you ain't catching him. But mm. then the uh I can't remember the lad's name. Is it Nisember? Is that how you say it? The Wigan lad. Yeah. Yeah. I think his so, was yeah. his was quite easy. He just yeah. seemed to pretty much do what Holroyd did and just crash over, didn't he? Yeah. Um I think that was the winner. Well, it was it was quite a nice pass from Harry Smith, but the the defence on the, the edge defence um from the Rhinos had sort of pushed up and left a big gap and he just slotted him straight through the hole. So yeah, it was quite soft in that sense, yeah. Yeah. Um and, and Harry Newman's try was very sort of similar to the big talking point from this game mm. as well. Um where again he he dummies it and French gets him, but sort of very unFrench like as well because you would think he would make that tackle, but Newman gets away with that one and 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 slips him off and manages to to score. Yeah. Um. Then he has another two on one in the diet. What is the what's what's to go? Two minutes or something. Two minutes. Yeah, something something along those lines. And he's two on one. He's got Richie Miles steaming up his left hand side, throws the dummy. And Bevan French just, well, hammers him. Yeah, he does. So, obviously, coming to the, the talking point on this game, just just uh, give me your opinion. Is 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 Harry Newman selfish? Is he, is he? Do you think he's becoming a selfish player? He was, I think he was very selfish in this game. Mm. Um, I have noticed it in past games, admittedly. Yeah, there's, but... there's been instances. I think, look, he's, he's only a young lad and... It is a learning curve, and I do think if you're going to be the best, you do have to have an air of arrogance about you, mm-hmm. and it is quite a uh, tight, uh, tight line to walk. Yeah, um, you got to find a good balance with it. Um, he, he's blowing up in front of referees and things like that. And I, as much as I hate people doing that, I you know, just passionate and things like that and heat at the moment, he's got to wind that in, I think, can he? But yeah. this game, he was lucky to get away with the first one, which yeah. again, he should have passed to, I think it was Myler again, actually. Yeah, very, very lucky, just you, every day of the week you give that ball. Yeah, and the second one, I think, yeah, he definitely should. And there's, there's people saying that Myler had overran it and things like that. I'm not quite so sure that he had. I think he would have passed it. I don't think the referee would have called it forward. Mm. Um, you know, and in the end, it's you want to say it's costing the game, but at the same time, they've lost the second half fourteen nil. That's not all down to him. No, of course it's not. No, um, no, it, it's not. And you're right with that. But uh, I, I, I've got to be honest. I, I do see the argument for for Myler overrunning it. I've seen an angle where it does look like that, but then I've also seen an angle where it clearly shows Newman should have passed. It's it is nice fullback play, yeah, 
by Bevan French because he makes a little movement where he goes, I'm going to go for the intercept. No, I'm not. And by that time, it's too late. Yeah. And it does make Newman think, but you've got to pass that ball. I think you have, but I, I also think that, you know, if you, you know, I'm an, uh, let, let's be honest, 78th minute, okay, you're running, you know, he's not a, he's not a slow lad, he's new, he's, he's quick, he's not, oh, yeah. yeah, he's very quick, you know, you're running at his pace and you see Bevan French make a move, you know how many? You know how many people are we talking about in a different story? If he throws that ball, and Bevan French says, "Thanks very much. I go. I, I, I guided you into that, and I knew exactly what I was doing." And he made that I don't intercept. Think, I don't think you get as much stick for that. Do you not? Because the simple thing is just to give the two on one, and then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I think you look more stupid if you throw a dummy and get caught. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Personally, I think you, I think you get more stick for doing what he did than passing it and it either being given forward because in that case you go, well, he's overrun it. Yeah. Or if he intercepts it, <laughs> if you intercept it, you still. I don't think you get stick. You just think, well, he's just, you know, he's managed to pull it off. Yeah. Bevan French has managed to pull it off. Yeah. This scenario where he gets all the stick and he, at the minute sort of public enemy number one. Um. But like I said, you know they lost the second half, fourteen nil. Yeah, and that isn't his his fault at all. But no. I have absolutely no doubt um, that. Uh, well, actually, I was about to say that Leeds will bounce back, but Saints is no easy task either. So, no to be seen. No, but anyway, I think that just about wraps up the uh, round six, wasn't it? And then obviously after the Hull and Cass game, it was the quarterfinal draw, which was? Uh, we had York and Lee, as yeah. we've already mentioned. Uh, Hull Kayar take on Salford. Yeah, that'll be a good game. It will. Uh, probably the tie of the round, Wigan take on Warrington. Yeah. And Hull FC play St. Helens. You would think the last two would be the BBC games. Yeah. With the Wigan and Warrington on the Saturday and the, the Hull and Saints on Sunday. The only other one is obviously uh, Hull KR and Salford. But if it was me and I was putting money on it, I would say Wigan Warrington, Saturday, Hull and Saints on the Sunday on BBC. And then the other two might be on that via play again, Mike. I agree. Just to quickly wrap up the challenge cut, what did you, very quick comment, what did you think of the via play? Coverage. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I it thought it was quite right. good. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, definitely. It was good it. to see more broadcasters picking up any kind of rugby league and getting it out there as well. Is always fantastic for the sport. Yeah, definitely. Well, there we have it. Challenge Cup, and we shall move on to everybody's favourite. It's Bobby's stats of the week. Yes, it's Stats of the Week time. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> How many stats have we got? Uh, we've only got five this week. Slacking. I know, I was, I was struggling a bit this week. It's, it's always hard on a challenge, because there's, uh, there's less teams in the, in the rounds and stuff. Like. Eight games, yeah? Yeah, but it's hard to find some stats, because you, you can't get what you're expecting from when you play championship sides, so it's a bit harder to find them this week. So basically, championship, if you're listening, book your ideas up. Yeah, pretty much. All yeah. right, okay. 
The stats man has spoken. <laughs> uh, right, we will head over to Australia to start with. And um, the Eels took on the Bunnies this week at the Allianz Arena. Yeah, it's the Allianz Arena, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> one of them's in Germany and one of them's in Australia. I don't know. I didn't, no, um, I think there is an Allianz in Australia. Okay. Oh, yeah, they call it Trellians, don't they? They did that week. Anyway, go <laughs> on. Anyway, um, the Eels have won at the Allianz for the first time since 2009. Oh, right, okay. So they beat the Bunnies and it was mm. the first win at the stadium in 14 years. Right. Which is, well done to the Eels. Yeah. They hammered them as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They really ran away with it in the end. Um, after the weekend, uh, we saw a we saw an old rivalry come to town as Craig Bellamy's the Storm took on Wayne Bennett's Dolphins. Mm. Now, uh, in the thirty nine matches that these two have had head to head, okay, is that all there is? Yeah, thought a bit more. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the thirty nine matches that they've they've had, um. Craig Bellamy has won 29 of them. Has he really? He has. Wow. So he's, uh, after the weekend, he's 29 from 39 against Bennett. Wow. And, top that, he hasn't lost to Wayne Bennett at the Suncorp since 2005. (laughs) That's incredible, isn't it? Wow. So, yeah, there you go. Craig Bellamy, super coach. Who's the real suit? This is the real super coach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, stat number three, and we're heading over to, again, we'll cover this in the NRL, but uh, probably something you didn't hear, wouldn't hear me say this year or in a million years. Uh, the West Tigers scored 66 points this week. Right. <laughs> It is the most points scored by the club ever in a single game. You're joking. Whether they were the West Tigers or the the Balmain Tigers, 66 points is the highest they have ever scored. Of all seasons to do it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Obviously, to top that, 11 tries and 11 kicks is obviously the most scored in a a game by the Tigers as well. Oh, they got all the kicks, yeah? Yeah, so they they kicked all of them. And just to add to that, um, 66 points is also the most points conceded in a match by the Cowboys. That's amazing. I can't believe that. They've been rubbish. I know. Absolutely diabolical, and they're setting club records. Yeah. Good stuff. I know. Wow. <laughs> <For> good stuff. <laughs> well, all the other records they've had have been for like biggest loss and things like that. Now, all of a sudden, they've got biggest win. Or, well, it must be biggest win. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, there you go. Amazing. So, well done to the Tigers. <laughs> wow. Um,. Stat number four, and we come to we're coming back to England uh, with a team we've already kind of roughly mentioned this with Hull FC. As you already mentioned, won four games in a row. Yeah, uh, in all competitions, it is the first time they have won four in a row in three years. Right, twenty twenty was the last time they managed to do four games in a row, mm. which is quite a 
a while for a team. Does that mean it's only two years? Two and a half. Right. Two and a half. Okay. All right. Two and a half then. Yeah. Right. I suppose. Yeah. Because I suppose twenty twenty three is not over, is it? Yeah. Because they're dumb. Non non in one, one non two. in two. Yeah, in that's true. Three. I suppose. Yeah. Don't sound as good now. No, was, yeah. but uh, still. Sorry. From, <laughs> from a team you expect to, you know, you always have high hopes for to make finals and whatnot like that. It, it's not <coughs> exactly the best of records, is it? You know, no, no, no. no. Um, and my final stat of the week, and for the first time in the 127 year history of the Challenge Cup, there will be no West Yorkshire side in the quarter-final draw. The first time since when, sorry? Since the Challenge Cup ever existed. Wow. So in 127 years, there will be no West Yorkshire side in the quarterfinals of the Challenge Cup. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. What a good one to finish on. Yeah, I like that one. I kept that one. <laughs> well, no, well, I apologise for saying that you were slacking because <laughs> I think, you know, there was... Two of the best. Well, that last one's incredible. Yeah. I can't help but notice, though, you've wrote a six down and then just sort of left it. You just uh, set the bar too high for yourself. No, I was a bit tired last night when I was writing them. <laughs> and I got really tired. And I thought, if anything just pops up in the morning, I'll just write it down. Cause right. I, I, was, I was like falling asleep trying to look for starts. <laughs> Maybe you should do it every week because they were good. Thanks. Well done. Thank you. Well, excellent. What a good one to finish on. It's Bobby Stats of the Week. How are you doing an RL? Well, we were supposed to be muted then, but... <laughs> <laughs> I realised that when I said, throw it in an IRL. <laughs> no, I've, dis- I've made an executive decision to s- switch it slightly. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for telling me. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Just when we were off mute. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, there was just a couple of, uh, well, tiny bits of news, and we and we already mentioned one. Um the well, I'll tell the one mentioned. Obviously, Mason Lino signed his uh, three-year extension, which is obviously brilliant for for Wakefield. But like you say, raises uh, questions. I think a little bit about whether they've already been guaranteed, a, well, not guaranteed, but pretty much guaranteed a, a, an IMG license. But we'll wait and see. Um, Kyler Moore has announced his retirement uh, yesterday. Well, at the time of recording it was yesterday. Um, and, and, and has really had quite an incredible career. Yeah, for probably somebody. Did he did he start at Wakefield or? Um, I think he was up at Whitehaven. I think. Oh yes, of course he was. Yeah, he started in Whitehaven, didn't he? And it? then he got his chance. Um, I think he might have have gone to Leeds Academy and then ended up at Wakefield and. Yeah, and then and, and then pay, I think St. Ellen's paid about fifty thousand pounds for him, which in about two thousand fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> it, it's pretty much stayed there all his career. Yeah, after that, and he's now what a f- 
five-time. Four, I think, unless he... I don't know if he got one for last year. I don't know how many games he played. Oh, yeah. So he's either four or five. Four or five Super League winner. Yeah. Challenge Cup winner. Yeah. Uh, He's won probably league league leaders. leaders. Yeah, he's just... Yeah, he said he's probably gone on to have a fantastic career and... Probably better than he thought he was going to do. But yeah. um, all the best uh, to, to Kyle Moore in his retirement. Yeah, I did see one thing this week, and uh, a, a lot of the, uh, I think I saw it from actually from, from Saints. Uh, it was, you know, what's one of your favourite, you know, uh, memories of, of, of Kyle Moore? Yeah. And uh, it's not so much when he was on the pitch, but I'll always remember that story. I think you told it me when he went to a nightclub. Dressed as a homeless person. Oh, I think yeah. Were they on? I think they were on their Mad Monday or yeah. something. And he was outside uh, the ground. I think yeah. he was outside Edinburgh for some reason. But yeah. yeah, and he was dressed as a. He, he dressed up as a homeless person, didn't he? Or with his big bushy beard and everything. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him in because they genuinely thought he was like homeless. homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Good Which that. I thought was fantastic. I do yeah. like that. Uh, that was that was one of my best stories. But yeah, as you say, uh, one of my favourite ones is. Um, after the, the the COVID grand final, the twenty was it twenty one? Yes. And um, they, I don't know what they've done, but they must have just gone straight out of the ground. And then they he put a picture up online in the morning at like he just got in at like eight nine o'clock in the morning. He still had his kit on, still his playing kit on. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fantastic. Like that one. That was one yeah. of my favourites. That was a good one. So yeah, all the all the best to Kyler Moore. Um, and. The sort of latest news coming out is that Tyler Dupree has supposedly handed in a transfer request and this comes after Salford uh, reportedly turning down a six-figure sum from him from Hull KR, I believe. Yes, I've heard the same thing. Yeah, they, they've they've rejected the transfer request, haven't they, as well? So, mm. And he only signed a three-year <clears throat> deal last year, end of last year? Yeah, because it's not up till yeah two and it's I've been I've seen it report two and a half years left. I think so he'd signed up until the end of twenty twenty five, I think. Yeah, so you know what? Good for Salford, I suppose. If you've got a player left on that amount of contract, you don't want to let him go. Mm. You know, you know, well done for sticking to your guns, but you know you can't help but think. You know, we've seen it before. We've been here before. We've been down this road, and he'll get his way out. Whether mm. he, you know, whether he, he doesn't, I don't, I don't think they'll not play him. Um, it's how he plays now, isn't it? I, I hope he's a professional. I hope he understands from a club point of view that they're not just going to let him go. And I hope he does just go right. Well, you know what? I'll roll up my socks and and I'll put hundred percent in every week. Mm. I hope he doesn't sulk. Um, but you know, one of the more you know, like we've said down this road, more famous cases we've seen was uh, was it James Seguiaro at. at Lead springs to mind for me. He signed a big mm. deal with them, didn't he? And then wanted back to the NRL and mm. supposedly retired. And that was the worst one, Denny Solomona, when he said he retired. Yes, that was the yeah, that was it. Yeah, there was Solomon, and then as he well. buggered off to rugby union, which was even more of a betrayal. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, I, I, I hope I hope it's resolved for all parties. But you know. Um, Fair enough. If Salford don't want to sell him, mm. you shouldn't have signed a three-year deal with him. You know. No, we'll wait and see what happens on that one, won't we? And uh, the last uh, 
it's not even news really, but the last thing that could stick in here um, is a bit more light-hearted. And um, Rob Wood, um, well, the RFL put out that they were going to trial a new buzzer at this summer bash mm. for the six again call. Oh, okay. And Rob asked us um, or anybody if they had any suggestions. Uh, Bry, obviously from six again, obviously um, wanted Newt Newt, Pingu's Newt Newt. Yeah. Um, which would probably sound all right, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Andy Tyers wanted a dinosaur roar. Um, <laughs> Andy Preston wanted uh, Mick Morgan just shouting, I can't speak. <laughs> I can't do it. But. I, love some of, <laughs> I love some of these suggestions, though. Um, Andy, our Andy, uh, suggested just maybe something like, what the F was that for, or get rid of that rule now. Yeah, fair enough. Um... No, this one made me laugh. Norm Deplume wanted Robert Hicks on the Tanai shouting, Hicks again. <laughs> Hicks again? I love it. Absolutely love it. And um, the try line wanted uh, Max and Paddy's. Have you, you've seen Max and Paddy. You know, he puts that I know exactly alarm, what say. alarm on his car and he boots it and he goes, Get back, you bastard. I'll break your legs. <laughs> He wanted that, to which um, Andrew Foster uh, <laughs> tweeted to, get back, you bastards, it's six again, which was my favourite one, to that be honest. One, that one wins, I like that one. <laughs> but there we have it, just a little bit of... Uh, they, they can have hours if they want, but they'll have to pay for it. Which one? It's, our six again buzzer. <laughs> Oh, ridiculously, yeah. They can have that one. It's <laughs> six again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can have that one if they want. Make an absolute fortune. Well, we're yeah. copywriting these after this week. I'm fuming. Make an absolute fortune. Oh yeah, you sent me that video. I was fuming this week. Yeah. They stole me jingle. Yeah, the the music for your uh, jingle was on some baby sensory video, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I was not happy in the slightest. I thought it was funny. Well, next time copywriting. Babyish like the stats. <laughs> anyway, there's just a little bit of uh, something light-hearted to, to end on, and yeah. uh, we'll jump into this then. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, so what, uh, what we'll do now is we will quickly run through uh, last week's NRL scores and then I'm going to quickly bring you up to date with the State of Origin teams as the first one is, at the time of recording, a week tomorrow. It's 31st of May. Yes. So, uh, yes. Uh, so, we've got... Uh, Broncos 4, Panthers 15. Panthers storm to the top of the table. They're starting to pick up the last two years' form and show why they are back-to-back NRL winners. Yes, looking good again, aren't they? Looking really good. Mm, Can they make it three? Mm. Uh, Dragons 24, Roosters 22. I think we saw this one in dramatic-style fashion to win the game from the Dragons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Roosters are on a right downer, aren't they? 
Aren't they just? For someone who's tipped to win the league. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people did, I think. Yeah. Um, Bunny 16, Eels 36. Eels back to winning ways. Mm, quite a shock, that one. Mm, definitely. The Sharks 20, Knights 6. Uh, the Tigers 66, Cowboys 18. Still can't believe that one, can you? No. <laughs> Stunned. Uh, Dolphins 16, Storm 24. The Bulldogs 20, Titans 18. Mm. And probably another bit of a shock one, uh, the way they've been playing, is the Raiders 14, Manly Sea Eagles 42. Yeah, Tom, I mean, week before Orange, and he just absolutely turned it on, didn't he? He did, didn't he? Got that trick, just was amazing. Mm. Um, so, yes, I will, that's last week's scores. Uh, obviously, they're only on limited games this week because of State of Origin, so there's not as many games this week. Yeah, I think there's only five games. <laughs> um, so, I will bring you up to date with the current squads, uh, and we'll start with Queensland. Uh, we've got Reese Walsh, Selwyn Cobbo, Valentine Holmes, The Hammer, uh, Murray, Murray Tulagi, Cameron Munster, Daly Cherry Evans, who's the captain, Thomas Flegler, Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Tom Gilbert, David Fafita, Patrick Carrigan, Harry Grant, Tino Faasa Malawi, Ruben Cotter, Jai Arrow, Tom Dearden, and Christian Welsh. I've never quite known an origin selection, especially from a Queensland point of view, bring up so many headlines and saying that they've like just completely abandoned like all the not morals, but they have this like uh, pick and stick thing, don't they? Where they mm. just tend to stick. But I think that's just because they don't have as much depth as New South Wales, to be honest. But it's caused some right force. Yeah, I've heard a lot of Gaga yeah. getting dropped, Ponga getting uh, well, Walsh getting picked over. Ponga. Mm. Um, I think there's no Papaliti, is there? Uh, no, there's not, no. no. No, is Christian Welsh in there? Christian Welsh is, yeah. He's oh, in is there, he in yeah. there, right. He's at the end there. Uh, but yeah, there's some. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of them, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, you look... I mean, I haven't read out the, the, the blue side yet, but um, you look at that and you think that... It, it, the blue should walk it, mm. but it's never ever the case. Never. Queensland just seem to have this incredible passion. I mean, I don't know if state of origin. Don't be wrong, but they, I don't know. They just seem to. Yeah, seem they to have this re- big thing, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what's the blue side? So the blue side is uh, James Tedesco will captain the side. Mm. Uh, Brian Toto on the wing, Latrell Mitchell and Tom Travojevic, with Josh Adokar being reinstated back into the blue squad, which caused a right stir last year, didn't it? Yeah, when he got dropped, yeah. Yeah, and I think rightly so, because, well, he's the best winger in the league. He's the fastest <laughs> man on the planet. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary keep their halves partnership. Uh, Tavita Pengai Jr., Api Corusau and Payne Haas make up the front row. Uh, Tyson Frizzell and Hudson Young uh, with Isaiah Yo complete the starting 13 for the Blues. In numbers-wise, anyway. Uh, then you've got Junior Paolo, Cameron Murray, 
Liam Martin, Nico Hines, Stephen Crichton, and Stefano. Oh God, I forgot. I said it before the game, isn't it? <laughs> Itokamanu. Itokamanu. That's the one. Well done. Um, so yeah, uh, again, two great squads, but it has to be has to be said. Is Nico Hines unlucky to be behind Jerome Luai? It's a bit of a funny one with Nico Hines because he's like he's he's current Dali M holder. Mm. Didn't make the Kangaroo squad. Mm. He's come back from this injury and has just been incredible. Yeah, can't make the well. He can't make the blue squad, but looking like he's not going to start. I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. Like he's like he seems to be this incredible footballer, but doesn't seem to be the be incredible. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but then on the other hand, you've got the argument that Jerome Luai is in the Panthers squad. You now sit top of the table, and yeah, but I don't think he's had a very good season so far. I I. I Personally, and I've said it openly before, I think Nathan Cleary carries the partnership. Yeah. I think he makes him look better than Jerome. I mean... I I think, for me, if you're going to have... If you're going to start Luai, Hines shouldn't be in there. I think uh, James Graham come out and said, and I agree with him, he'd pick Matt Burton because he's more versatile and because he could play centres, he could play halves, he could probably play... Uh, loose forward, full back if full, you. Yeah, yeah, he probably makeshift there. You get you get more versatility out of him. Yeah, but yeah. It's a weird is... one because when you go Hines, he's every, like like say he's Dally M holder. Imagine like Jonathan Thurston, Cooper Cronk winning Dally M, and then not getting picked for this. It'd be... All the kangaroos. It's weird. Yeah, it's just something a bit just... weird about it. Wouldn't seem to happen, would it? No, I can't quite put my finger on it. Wouldn't seem to happen. Uh, and oh, of course, uh, Brad Fittler, Brad Fittler will coach the uh, the Blues. Uh, the Queensland coach isn't listed. I can't remember. Billy Slater. Is, it, is it Billy Slater? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. I was going to say Kevin Walters, but it's not. Yeah, it's Billy no, Slater. Right, I think we'll move on from that very quickly, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. Forward podcast prediction league with six again. See how good would that be for a buzz at the summer bash? Six again. Exactly, it's a more positive <laughs> spin. But uh, uh, as always, joining us with a predictions league update, it's Bry from Six Again. <laughs> <laughs> new new boy, new new, new Bry. Uh, Are you okay? Yes, yeah. uh, we're very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. You know, nice little relaxing week before uh, summer bash. Oh yes, summer bash. Yeah. Oh, is it this weekend? Yeah. Oh, I didn't there's only realize. two games on the telly. You're joking? Oh. No, and they're both on Saturday. I think one's London to lose, and the other one's Featherstone. And I can't remember who to play. Not fucking me. That's a shame, isn't it? It, well, it is, considering that there's a women's game on the Sunday morning as well. A women's Super League game on the Sunday morning. Oh, is there? Yeah, so I've got none of the games on Sunday again, Sean. Wow. That's a shame. I'm right in thinking that they had 
all or a lot more in the last couple of years? Every year I've had all. Is that what I thought they Either did? Sky or Viaplay. Strange. Uh, that's a shame. Strange. Don't help ourselves, do we? No, that's I a think, shame. I think it might be due, due to the Premier League um, season ended yeah, on Sunday. Maybe. Still a shame. Anyway, um, well, obviously, um, we had no games last week, did we? Brian, a nice week off. We did. So, um, who have we got playing uh, this week, Brian? We've got uh, Roy for Castleford, Dean for Catalan, Nathaniel for Huddersfield, Outlawed Rugby League for Hull FC, Tony for Hull KR, uh, Eddie from the Lockpod for Leeds, uh, The Lasers for Lee, Phil for Salford, David for Saints, uh, Dan at Bellevue for Wakey, uh, Lou Swire for Wire, uh, Johnny for Wigan, um, and for the Insiders this week, um, at the weekend... There's a new to- new wheelchair tournament starting in Scotland, new league. Oh, yes. Uh, with Edinburgh Giants, Dundee Dragons, I think it's Glasgow. Um, and we have the former England-Scotland head coach and the chairman of um, Edinburgh Giants, Mark Rufsage. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, welcome, Mark. Absolutely. Right. Uh, okay. Shall we... Uh... Shall we kick off with the games then? Shall we kick on? Yes. Uh, on Thursday, 8 o'clock, it's on Sky. Hull KR v Wigan. Um, I think this is... I still. I think it's quite tough. I, I, I saw um, Wigan's squad uh, a little earlier and it does look like they've got a few knocks and that. Um, but I think I'm going to go Hull KR by... 10. Yeah, I'm in the uh <clears throat> I'm in the same boat as you there. I think uh Hulkai look a different team at home as well. I think a massive home advantage in, in Hull. So I'm gonna go Hull by Hull KR by six. Okay, and Andy has gone Hull KR eight. I've gone Wigan by ten. And this is a very close one. Um other than one, which is Castleford, who've gone Wigan 24, it ranges between Wigan 10 to Hull KR 12, mm. um, including a Wigan by one for our Wigan fan, Johnny. Mm. I think I think you've got to think now, uh, how many are going to be, shall we say, resting for Magic Weekend? Yeah. Um, because obviously you've got the Chance Cup coming back, back around again, and so it's going to be a nice little window of games now isn't it yeah yeah I think um, I mean okay I've got a couple of injuries as well I don't think Lachlan Coote's back and things like that so it's just about getting them right for the business end I think now isn't it yeah definitely <clears throat> on Friday boys Catalan v Wakefield at 6 o'clock UK time uh, I'll be honest with you and again I apologise to uh to Matt from down at Bellevue, but it's hard enough when Wakeford have to travel in the UK, never mind to France. <laughs> so, Catalan by 36. Uh, yeah, Catalan 38 for me. And Andy has gone Catalan 32. And I've made the set. I've gone Catalan by 34. Ooh. Now, we've got two games today with uh, Wakefield. Lee, I've gone Wakefield by one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And 
our, our new segment on the Prediction League. What has Matt predicted this week? <laughs> I think he's gone Catalan fifty-four. I was going to say I'm going to go around the. I'm going to go. I'm going to say he's gone Catalan fifty-five. <laughs> Are you ready, boys? Are you what? sitting down? <laughs> yeah. Catalan by fourteen. Oh, oh okay. It's nowhere um, near what I thought. That. Oh, you were close to me now. <laughs> I feel stupid now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Matt. <laughs> okay. Next game up is also on Friday. It's a quarter eight. It's Huddersfield v Castleford. Uh, I'm going to say, well, Castleford for me are pretty much in the same boat as Wakefield, um, especially after the Challenge Cup showing. Uh, Huddersfield, like I say, the... Uh, we said before about Theo Farge and how he's sort of rapidly overnight become the talisman for them. He's grabbed that game by the scruff of the neck. We're going to say Huddersfield by uh, 16. Yeah, totally agree with everything you just said. I'm going to go Huddersfield by 14. Uh, Andy has also gotten Huddersfield by 14. I shall go And I've 18, also man. got Huddersfield oh, by 14. Hang on, I'm changing mine. I'm going Huddersfield 18. <laughs> Not being copied twice. <laughs> Especially we by Andy. A, we do have a bit of a mixed bag, yeah. Um, three, I've gone for cash. Um, one by two, one by six, and Lee have gone by 22. Um, and the highest we've got for Huddersfield is Huddersfield by 32. 32. Mm. And that's by our cash, really. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Not confident, then. No. Next up, Friday, at 8 o'clock on Sky, is Leeds v St. Helens, which is a double-header with the women who were playing right before them, also on Sky. Very good. Always good to get the women's game out there and on Sky as well, especially. So oh, that'll be, uh, be good to watch as well. Um, as for the men's game and the predictions, um, it, it's tough. Leeds... All want uh, an answer after that that Challenge Cup game, and I still don't think Saints look that great in attack. But I don't know. I'm gonna go. Oh, it's tough. I'm gonna go Saints by eight. Um, I had that, and he said that. I'm gonna have to go Saints by twelve. And Andy's gone Saints 10. And guess what, Bob? I've gone Saints by 8. <laughs> and we're not the only ones. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of us who've gone Saints by 8. Wow. Um, we've got two leads by 2 as well. Um, and one Saints by 2. Mm. Everyone what, thinks it's going to be quite close. What has uh, the league leaders, uh, Leeds, said? They've gone Leeds by 12. 12, right. Hmm, interesting. Okay. The last game on Friday is Lee v. Warrington at 8 o'clock. Um, Lee, Lee are, I mean, we, we said before, Lee are playing really well. But so are Warrington. I think Warrington probably just a little bit too strong. I'm going to say Warrington 10. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think Warrington 
just edge it, and I'm going to go Warrington by 12. And Andy has gone Warrington 14. And I've gone Warrington 16. Interesting one, this one. Bit of a mixed bag. Uh, the Lee fans gone Warrington. The Warrington fans gone Lee. <laughs> and we've got three Lee by fours. Wow. And two Lee by twos. Oh, wow. Hmm. They, uh, other than that, we've got a lead by 10, and then everyone else has gone modern. Wow. Interesting. I'm surprised there's that many gone late. I know they've, you know, they've been playing mm. well, but yeah. I think it's because they're at home, isn't it? Yeah, probably, yeah. And then lastly, Sunday at 3 o'clock on our league app is Salford v Hull FC. All right, I'm thinking this game was on the hour league app last time. Yes. When Salford won about 66-14 or something, daft. Oh, right, yeah, you could be right, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't think it will be a repeat of that. I think Hull are starting to get themselves together a little bit. And I don't know, I just I can't make my mind up about Salford this year. They seem to be... They seem, they seem to either blitz somebody or... I, I don't know. I think, the, I think the form Hull are in, though. I'm going to edge it to Hull, I think. I'm going to go Hull by 10. Um, I'm also going to go Hull. Um, I'm going to go Hull by 8. And Andy has also gone Hull. He's gone Hull 6. And I've gone Hull by 12. And for this one, we've got 4. We've gone Salford by 4. Mm. Mm. It is a quite mixed bag. Other than Lee, again, we've gone Salford by 24. Okay, very confident. Which uh, you know, it could happen. That to be fair, you know they are they are a good side. Salford they can switch it on any time they like. Really, can't they? Yeah. So, be interesting to see that one. Yeah. Um, well, I think that wraps us up. Does it, Bry? Yeah, that's got that, boys. Excellent. Well, it also wraps up the end of this week's show. So, um, thank you for for staying with us and and, and listening. Um. Good luck to everybody uh, participating in the Predictions League. And obviously, if you are going to any games this week, then uh, stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast this week, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.